I keep I wanting bet. to say good feathers from the cartoons. <laughs> from from <laughs> Panamaniacs. Yeah, I keep wanting to say it. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome for the first time. Man, it's been a fairly traumatic week overall, personal, not really personally, but across the world. First of all, I'm just going off the rails real quick, but everybody can agree. Hearts, souls, prayers, you know, whatever. I can't remember the meme that Rob um, posted. Uh, what was it? <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers um, in a dump yard. in a dump yard. <laughs> Um, the shooting in Texas, my heart goes out to those, to those families. I couldn't imagine what you're going through. Um, sincerely from my heart, I have, I have kids and, uh, that broke my heart to watch that happen. So first and foremost, that's what I want to say. Secondly, we have a great panel tonight. We have a lot of great stuff to talk about and we're welcoming, um, Tim Carter to the show. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to come on last week. Um, welcome Tim. How's it going, buddy? Doing all right, man. How about you? Oh, surviving, surviving. It's good to see you. You won the uh, you won the contest that we ran on the multiverse limited. Yeah, yeah. So I might have stuffed the ballot a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, not you, not at all. But well, we we love to have you on. I'm glad um, to finally be on. We're gonna start. Yeah, we're gonna start doing this a lot more often. Having um, I now feel like people drop in. Anakin Skywalker here. It's like, you know, I haven't quite obtained the rank of admin, but like I'm on the council. <laughs> yeah. You're there. You have a vote and your vote counts. <laughs> we're just, we call you Tim one. So you're, you're Tim T1, one. You're T1, like, 1000, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Tim prime. Tim prime. Tim prime. We had it broke uh, down one episode. We had them all, we had them all assigned. <laughs> Team one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, they all had numbers. I tell you what, though, uh, oh. Tim, Tim, uh, is it Copeland or Kepler or Tim Cope? He can get vicious on some uh, on some uh, rebuttal posts there, especially on some accidental clickbait. Yeah, <laughs> that admittedly you are bad for doing. I, I just look at it. I've read I just, the article and and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. Let me click. We love you anyway. Yeah. We just got to make fun of you sometime. We make fun of each other all the time. Oh. Got somebody else to make fun of for the next 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. J-Pat couldn't be on tonight. He had uh, family obligations. Megan, hope you start to feel better. Tosh, I hope your trip went well. Because by the time you hear this, you went and came back. And Terrence is out of the Jersey Shore having T-shirt time. Um, but we still have a great panel. QP, the source. How's it going, my man? It's going very well today. Good, good. Mike Jones, the mutant himself. What's that? Loving it. And Rob still has sunshine out in Nevada. For the time being. Yeah. <laughs> give it a minute. We'll just give it a minute. All where's right. Ta so, hey, where's Tasha at? Where did she go? She has an early trip tomorrow. Oh, she's yeah. going out of town. Yeah. She, she's it. going to someone's graduation. Oh, wow. Got okay. it. Drive safe because it's Memorial Day. And you know, the popo's out. Yeah, that's the truth. That's why I'm staying home. 
staying Tasha home. be fine. She if she gets stopped, she looks twelve. They're gonna let her ass go. She, <laughs> no, she ticket for driving underage. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But she gonna give him that hi, and they, <laughs> she gonna look at him and say, "You call him Doctor Jones, lady." <laughs> Hold on to your potato. So, he's messing. He's messing around, Tasha. He's messing around. <laughs> you, you're in trouble now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the blame. She's gonna be like Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of blame, we'll stick on the Thor Thor game because there's a lot of blaming going on. I I watched the trailer. The trailer dropped this week. I enjoyed it, but I'm like the majority of people right now. Gore looks like absolute hell. Yes. They could have done so much more. The rest of the trailer, beautiful, amazing. I love seeing Jane. I love seeing the whole thing go on. But Gore, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. They could have done so much better, and they can't fix that in post like they did uh, She-Hulk. They can't. They can't undo that one. So you know how I feel. I liked the way it looked. Gore was completely washed. So hopefully they can hold on to something. But this is not going to. I'm looking forward to it but it's not what I wanted because Gore could have been so much better. What do you think, Quincy? You're, you're, the, you're the Thor guy. Uh, you know, I know what's, what's weird. I actually felt just a little better about Gore, just a little bit. Seriously? But, uh, like, yeah, it's just like, you want to know what it is? I like Bale, and like it seemed like his part, his presence won't be comedic. I'm hoping that holds up. I didn't get anything funny from him. He seemed serious uh some of the scenes he were in was in black and white and i'm kind of interested in why that is the why it's like that um like we'll see what happens like it's like we'll see you know yeah i'm not really um marvel's I, my faith in them has been shaken over the last year oh yeah yeah but since the eternals joint Eternals, like it's just a whole bunch of stuff that like they they just can't get away with anymore, and uh, I don't like it. And um, I'm actually scrolling through the the page now because Dennis Glover actually put it the best. Uh, that post is, and I can't find it now. Uh, you know, okay. So he says the state of the MCU feels like we're coasting through each new thing just to get a hopeful glimpse of the next new thing and that's really it that's the probably the best way i've heard it summed up and it's that's true. you know like we'll see all right we'll all see right. tim new guy what do you think okay i am more or less on the whole uh jpat train as far as gore because I, I love the rest of the trailer but every time it comes to gore and just seeing bale the way he is I, I think I made the comment. He just looks like Sean Patrick Flannery in powder. All they did was just spray paint him white, shave him bald, and maybe put some tattoos on him, and that's gore. I'm like, you couldn't have done like some Voldemort CGI here or something like that and did no nose and some tentacles. I mean, I get Bale wants to be like kind of method acting or whatever, but I have a feeling like he put a lot of his, no, hell no, I don't want to do this or wear this. This is my take on it, but... That's Bale, but I, I honestly don't like Gore. I, I mean, I got turned on to Gore because of Quincy and you guys, you know, when that popped off about talking about mm-hmm. Gore. And I read that whole Thor run because of it. The Jason Aaron run on Yeah. 
I mean, I thought that was an amazing run. I thought Thor was amazing in that. And then Gore was, to me, like, on par of, like, a Joker kind of deal, like, as far as popularity and, like, how cool he was. And looking at Bale and this movie, I'm just like, who dropped the ball on this? That's just my take on it. Like, it, it may be surprising. I hope so, but like I said, you know, I'm on the Jay Pat team, so if if he drops a joke, I'm just going to, like, throw my hands up, and I'm not going to walk out because I paid money for it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm not wasting 16.50. Yeah, but I'll definitely have some bitch moans and complaints. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, Rob, what do you think, man? What's your opinion on the whole thing? Uh, I don't know. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I one the biggest takeaway I could see was freaking Natalie Portman's guns. <laughs> she is swole as hell. She's jacked. Like yep. we talk about uh Brie Larson and uh Gal Gadot getting uh jacked for their roles, but they did not put on the uh the muscle like uh like Natalie Portman did. So I'm true. you know I'm I'm excited to see that. And uh, I, I maintain my earlier uh, predictions about the uh, the gore thing, especially seeing it in black and white. I think it's still flashbacks or something. I think he's going to change into uh, what we know him as from the comics. They're just throwing the, the BS right now because what is it doing? It's stirring up a lot of controversy and a lot of talk. So they're talking about this movie. And that's why we've maybe seen, what, 10 seconds of them? Yeah. You're right. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I'm maintaining my prediction on that being either uh, his flashbacks or, or the, a scene of a flashback. Something before he, he goes full on gore, whether the, the necrosword is what happens or just the fact that he starts killing, killing gods and it just changes him fundamentally and, and physically. Okay. I want to... I want to play some chips on that prediction, Rob. I, uh, I like that one. And uh, why didn't you mention She-Hulk's guns? Because they're CG. Because those are CG guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are oh, yeah, I posted a, an article about that. Uh, but we'll, we'll see if they fix that one in post. Uh, those poor video effects crews are just worked into the bone. I think the thing is that they knew. I'm going to go for the small tangent. The effects crew did what they were told to do. And then all of a sudden, this blowback because they knew it was going to look like a hammered hell. And they're like, this is going to look terrible. But the bosses were like, do it anyway. And they said, all right. Deep fake guys then all of a sudden, off. they have to go back in. Yeah, they got to go back in and, and unscrew all they did that they purposely screwed. So it's like, what do you do? I'm with you on that. And like, if that was the case, like, did nobody like look at the final product and was like okay put that out there was no rush <laughs> like put this out now they want she hulk put it out now like nobody was like that, like, that was just, never said yeah just take like a like take another month and clean that shit up man That's yeah it. yeah if it's not conflicting with any movies or any storylines who cares how long it takes just get it to look right <laughs> and it doesn't drop till august it drops three months from now yeah so like you july is a perfect time, time to drop it and you know and right now, Marvel is like unchallenged. Yeah. Right now, like DC is like uh, like they're reevaluating the seams. Right now, like there's no rush to do anything. No, let's get it right. Mike, what did you check the trailer out? I did, and like I said, that's gonna be my last one. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it 
my problem with the trailer, honestly, it wasn't Gore. My problem was Thor himself. It, I just don't like the jokes and the, the dick jokes. And I don't, I liked him working out. I liked because he looked like he was ready to do some, do something. But um, my problem is, is Thor. Uh, it seems like it's just going to be too much. And I, I, I'm not, I, I love jokes, but I just think, I think Thor is lost in that. I mean, Thor can be such a badass character, but I think they're they're playing too much on this comic relief. He's he he's good looking and he can he and he's dingy and all that. Let's let Thor kick some ass and and you know let's let's let Thor do that. He yeah. might do it. He has a new armor set this movie, so he yeah, might. yeah, we'll see. I mean, but that that's where I'm at with it. I don't need to see any more because they had my ticket when they said Thor had a new movie, so I didn't I didn't need a trailer for it. So it's not making me, it's not helping me. Like, like if Jay hadn't seen the, the trailers, I think Jay'd have been all right. Yeah, but I think him watching the trailers is, is what got him like, you know, this, this is booty. <laughs> that his words exactly. You know, yeah. I think he'd have been all right if he never watched any trailers. And I'm going back to that. He, I'm going back he to the no trailer world. I don't think he would have went. Like, Gore and uh, I can't say the director's name. Like, they just don't match. Psycho Atiti? Yeah, they don't match with the vibe of uh-uh. what they what they doing. Like, I'll see what I'll see what happens, but you know, like everybody else here, but it's like, why did he pick that villain? Like, why I, I they, just... Yeah, why did they pick a jokey joke director to direct <laughs> one of the most gnarly characters in, in Marvel comics. Right, he you know? killed a lot of people, uh, gods. He killed a lot of characters in those uh, in that four-parter. I think it was four parts. It seemed like a Sam Raimi Ooh, or, a, or yeah. a Tim Burton directing that Thor for Gore. But. Yeah, that would that would have been a good Sam Raimi movie because uh, yeah. every, everyone died in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody died. String cheese. My prediction finally oh, man. all died at the end. Yeah. Well, middle. Well, she died. She she dropped a building of mm-hmm. a, a mountain on herself. So poor Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she yeah, got dirty. Poor thing. She ain't dead. He'll retcon that quickly. Oh man, staying um on the basically Disney Marvel side of the house, Obi Wan dropped this week, yesterday, and two episodes dropped. To no one's surprise, two episodes dropped, and they were both amazing. The first one was 56 minutes, and the second was 42. I loved it. It was it was, it was was well shot. Um, Tim and I were talking about this earlier, that the director of, one of the directors from Mandalorian, uh, I wrote her name down. Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow yeah. is directing all six episodes of Obi-Wan, and the beautifully shot. Love it. And Hugh McGregor is definitely showing some, showing some age. Um, he's definitely starting to catch up with the Obi Wan that we knew from Episode Four, where he looks all old. Because you always wondered, okay, Episode Three, he was looking pretty young, and then Episode Four rolls around, and he's like craggly old. He's catching up to it. But I dug the show. There's a lot of great scenes, a lot of great callbacks. There's nothing. I honestly can't say anything bad about the show. Uh, the second episode was a little. It was less than the first one, but it was still good. It's like even the worst pizza that you've ever eaten was still good pizza. So that's just the way I look at it. It wasn't awful. It was just not the same as the first one. 
but overall, loved it. I definitely recommend it. I can't wait till next week. It's only got six episodes, mm-hmm. and the final episode drops. What did I write down? June twenty second. So we got five more weeks of this. So, oh man, Tim, you checked it out. What do you think, man? I loved it. I mean, it definitely uh, gave me the Star Wars feels, and it not really. I like the story. I like the different take they put for it. Um, the pacing was really, really good. There wasn't like any like lull. I'm going to fall asleep at any moment. They need to hurry this crap up. It definitely kept you on the edge of your seat watching it. And uh, I, I don't know. I liked it. It was Deborah Cho's known for in the Mandalorian for all the action packed, intense stuff. So that lets you know that, you know, we're going to get a lot of visual effects, action type things throughout the whole episodes because that's what she's known for throughout the Mandalorian. Every episode that was action-packed intense, she directed. So, I'm looking forward to all that. Oh, yeah. Quincy, you checked it out, right? Yeah. Yeah. What you got yeah. for uh, It was great. Like, um, you know, Revenge of the Sith, like, is one of my, it's probably, might be my favorite Star Wars movie. Like, I just thought that whole overarching story like the tragedy of anakin in the first three movies it carried over into this like it was still like it was very sad like felt bad for for ben um like everything was was just it was really good um i'll see how they wedge this into uh was it 30 years of uh established uh history in star wars but First two, it was it was pretty good. The the revelation that uh, you know, when he found out about Anakin uh, at the end of the second episode, uh, the thing with Leia is weird, but it's like there's going to be some inconsistencies because they want a new show and they want to fit it in. Uh, but I thought it was really. Let me look at my my grading here. It's, it was great. <laughs> it's in, in progress. It's, it, it was great. Like I I, I liked. Um, was it? Was his? What's his name? Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Ewan? Ewan? Ewan yeah, I, McGregor, he yeah. shines. I thought he carried the first, uh, that first trilogy, and um, like he was, he was good in this. Felt bad for him, man. Like the dude was basically just going to work, you know. Yeah, cut the <laughs> fish. Yeah, went home. Like got on the train, worked, punched the <laughs> clock, got back on the train, went home, checked on his on the kid, and you know, it's just like it was depressing. Like uh, he's broken. Ben's yeah, a like, broken man. From where he was, you know, he, you know, as far as he's concerned, like the fight is over. We lost, yeah. and I gotta cut fish tomorrow. You know, yeah. sandfish. <laughs> yeah, so, terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I like it. I think that well, a funny thing I'm gonna take away from it is remember when the two bad guys were chasing. Oh, shout out the third bad guy was Flea. Shout out to Megan mm-hmm. for posting that in the chat is that the bad guy was Flea from Red Hot Chili mm-hmm. Peppers. And I was like, wow, you know. He did pretty apparently good. Apparently all all that all those drugs preserved him because he just he looks the same <laughs> age as he did when he was playing bass in a diaper. So he looks the exact same. Kudos to him. The bad guys that were chasing Leia around the woods were the most unathletic people. Oh my god. <laughs> on the planet. You're chasing a 10-year-old, and you can't catch a 10-year-old. Tripping over it's stumps like, and twigs. Yeah, and running into trees. Yeah, the like, one guy ran, clearly saw that branch. It ran right into it. It's like, oh, this isn't. I'll just run through it. Like, this nope. is, 
That was terrible. And the only other funny thing was that the Jawa's eyes were cockeyed when he was talking to him when he sold him the little aircraft. The Jawa's yeah. eyes were all like weird. I was like, this is who did this? These are the same people that did She Hulk's first run of CGI was the people that did the Jawa's eyes. So those are the only two funny things I could take away from it. Um the third sister, she's intense. She killed it. Yeah. She is, she's very intense, way over the top, to the point to where she's not even a bad guy that I could appreciate. She's just a asshole. You're like ready to see her guy. die. Yeah. I mean, but she killed it. She's owning a part, but it's just like some, some bad guys you can relate to and be like, you know what? I see where you're coming from. It's cool though. But she was just like, you know what? I want to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. I want to chop off hands. That one chick in the courtyard. She was just like, we don't know. And all of a sudden, she's a left-handed person. She was everybody at their job who has like a, jo- a boss trying to take credit. She was, was like, that was like the main thing. Like, you're not taking credit for my assignment. And she killed him, uh, supposedly. But she was great. I don't know. I think I like mean women. She got me into the whole trilogy right there. But with putting up, I'm going to kill Owen. <laughs> she was great. I, I liked her. Hope she makes it to the end. Uh, I think she will. I just, I don't, I, she was just too much. She was too much of a bad guy for me. And I, maybe if that was paced out for me personally, mm-hmm. but the first two episodes, she just went from showing up to slashing people. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's just, she's gassing it. And I want to know what her hangup is with Obi-Wan. That's what I yeah. want to figure out. It's the biggest thing. Because she came from the, they said she came from the ditches. She came from the lower life, and that, that, you know, your skills gave you, um, what was the, the line? The skills gave you status, mm-hmm. but you're still just a lower person. And I was like, oh well, got to figure that out. And I was like, well, is she Mace Windu's kid? Maybe. Don't know. I don't know. Well, she won the young ones we'll in the out. first episode, part in that first part. Could be good point because that scene was kind of placed. It was placed, yeah. And then the first guy that got strung up in the courtyard was one of those younglings, mm-hmm. and there were there were three other ones that are that escaped with him. You know, so you got to try to. That's the those are puzzle pieces. We have four more episodes to figure it out, mm-hmm. or for them to unfold this on us. Uh, so. you, you mentioned the guy hanging, and uh, I thought that was actually funny too, uh, for the wrong reasons. Because uh, you know they showed him from the feet down, and then they panned up, and uh, I was like, I wonder if they're gonna show it around his neck. And I'm like, no, he he's fully support. He's, fu- he's fully supported in his like, little apparatus yeah. there, but they just left him there. Like Scarecrow just tied up there. Yeah, they just. <laughs> this is Disney. They're not gonna yeah. lose him. Yeah, they'll show no. Tommy Lee's. Ding dong, well, but they won't show somebody new. Now they'll show Clayton swinging off in like you know the foreshadow of like Tarzan when he got hung up by the rope. The- yeah, but that that movie was also made back in the nineties, so huge huge difference. Man, Jimmy Smith killed it. Yes, I love Jimmy Smith as an actor, and the relationship between him his his character and Leia's character was amazing. I loved it. It was very sweet, and he's like any dad with a daughter. He's like any dad with a daughter, you're gonna you're putty in your in your kids' hands. So and that's just exactly what you know she she used that. So overall great show. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and do it. Disney Plus. It's a good time. I mean, it's gonna fill the gap. It's gonna fill the cinematic gap between three and four. 
that I've been looking for because I'm not I, I don't know a whole lot of the Star Wars uh, uh, publication lore. There's a ton of it there. Of course, Tim's like one of the Star Wars guys. He knows, you know, the the black and white, the print version and the video game version There's a whole lot of lore dug in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know all of it. I mainly rely on the on the movies and the TV shows. So me too. Oh, man. Oh, on a sad note, I'm going to change gears, kind of throw it back into first and rev the engine up. Ray Liotta passed away at age 67. Now, he had a lot of great roles. Um, Quincy posted a great question. Um, that I was uh, Meg. I was Meg, Meg did. Sorry. Meg a, uh, posted a great question. What was the movie that you think of when you think of Ray Liotta? Mine's Goodfellas, man. That was... Uh, that was that was coming off of the heels of uh, uh, Godfather, and it kind of all f- fell together. I know uh, Goodfellas dropped, and then that one movie, Vegas, was it Vegas? Dropped. I don't think it was Vegas. Was it don't quote me on that. Casino, Casino. That's the one. But Ray Liotta, that's the one road that sticks with me. So, uh, what do you think of? You think of Ray Liotta, Rob? I was having this uh, conversation with my girlfriend when it happened because I got the news like right when I was picking her up for lunch on Thursday. Um, I know Ray Liotta. Like I recognize him when I see him. I know I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. But then I was going through his IMDb and I'm like, I don't think I've seen any of these. (laughs) Where do I know this guy from? Why do I know him? And I've never seen Goodfellas. I keep wanting to go back and seeing it. I know. I haven't. That's one I haven't seen. And then there's movies that I have seen uh, with him in it. But then I don't remember him being in it. I'm just a bad fan. Like, I, I know him and I'm a fan of him. I like the way he acts in a lot of the other movies that I've seen. But I just couldn't place them at that time and place, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, he's far more talented than most that guys or character actors as you see. But my mind just kind of relegated him to that for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. No, I can dig it completely. Hey, Mike, man, what, what movie, what really other movie sticks out to you? It's good fellas, definitely good fellas, uh, and I'm with Rob on it. I was like, yeah, I, I really old dad. Oh wow! And now I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't name five really old movies that I've seen outside of Goodfellas. I can't, I can't think of it. And, and that movie was so good, though. It was an amazing yeah. movie. But I, you know, gun to my head, I couldn't name five. I'm, this is not the bash Ray. I love Ray, but again, I'm. It's basically off of Goodfellas, though. That's that was by my radio of the movie. That was, and I, and I'm not a big gangster picture guy. I'm I'm not that guy. I'm not a big, the Godfather put me to sleep. I'm I'm not that guy to get into the gangster pictures. But I really right. like that one. Okay, I'm with it completely. Quincy, I'm sure you've probably got a, a good. Uh, so like most people, I've seen Goodfellas like a hundred times. But the movie, the first movie I saw him in was uh unlawful entry with kurt uh kurt russell so before it was um before denzel was in uh you know training day like ray Liotta was the crazy cop that i thought of first when it came to movies officer uh pete davis like if you guys never seen that movie you need to watch it like he was batshit crazy in that movie and uh is that in goodfellas and um What's the other? He had a movie with Sigourney Weaver and um, uh, Jennifer, Love, Jennifer Hewitt. Love Hewitt. Yes. Yeah, I and know that was, one. Yeah, he was funny, and that like it's funny because 
unlawful entry like and good heartbreakers or something like that Heart, that's what it was so uh two things with heartbreakers jennifer loves you it was like she looked great in that movie okay like she, she, she didn't look she, bad in anything she ever uh, did but that one she like they really highlighted her uh assets okay <laughs> <That's it>. so, <laughs> uh it was like damn that's jennifer loves you and uh oh, you know but Good, Goodfellas mm. and Ray and um, Unlawful Entry, um, like you know, Ray's always yelling and everything. That's like his his trademark. But Unlawful Entry is the movie I think of first. Uh, before Training Day, it was Unlawful Entry, and it was Officer Pete Davis. Pete and Davis. Uh, like, if you guys, I don't know if what it's on. It might be on Amazon, but check that movie out. Uh, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Sad right. to see him dead. Say he died. Glad it was in his sleep peacefully, but yeah. nothing. Uh, well, at this point, nothing, nothing crazy. I hope that holds. Okay, Tim. Yes. Are you a Goodfellas guy? Or are you a different, different type of? Movie I saw Goodfellas a few times, um, but yeah, like when I'm thinking of Ray Liotta, and I'm like 67. It's like, good lord, it's not that old if he passed. But you know, he's also done a lot of substances under the sun like most of hollywood but i've always seen him he's always been that wise guy kind of guy or or that wise guy cop you know in in most of his roles i want to say like wasn't he in copland as well with like stallone and Mm -hmm. harvey keitel so yeah i remember him doing that kind of stuff but yeah um it's like when when i found out he died and it's like uh i think megan posted the thing with all the different movies he was a part of snippets i was like I remember these. I've seen most of them, but like, you know, I'm drawing a blank in my head of like, what's the last thing I saw him in? And I almost want to say like, maybe it was mystic river with Sean Penn. That was like 2005 or or something like that. Early 2k. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's some things that you kind of forget he was in. Like, I forgot he was in field of dreams. Yes. He was Joe Jackson. Yeah, he's in Field of Dreams, and um, he was like doing bit parts. Like, um, what's that one? Uh, Denzel movie. Uh, John John Q. He was in John Q. Yeah, yeah. He's in John Q. And um, he was the guy in the in the in the lobby, right? The the mean boyfriend that I beat think up. He was. Oh. No, no, no. He was one of the guys outside. He might have been the SWAT guy or something. Who was the old guy who was talking to Denzel? Um, yeah, he might have been SWAT or the mayor or the DA or the commissioner. He was somebody. He was like a politician or something down there, hobnobbing down there. And uh, uh, is it Hannibal or Silence of the One? Hannibal. That's the. Uh, he was in that too. Mm-hmm. He got killed in there. I think his, was he the guy that got his brain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that got his brain eaten and fed to like uh, yeah. Gary Oldman or something like that. Yeah, so he was like doing like a lot of star stuff, and then like he was just doing like these little Nicholas side parts. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know what happened. Like he, he was he had his moments, and then he just like you know he was off on the side, and not that's not to say he didn't stop doing a good job to me, but that seems to be. Like what happened? I don't know the last thing he starred in, really. No, no, I don't know either. Probably just living off the royalties checks from from Goodfellas. Yeah, <laughs> it was not a bad thing to do. Not I keep wanting to say Goodfellas. 
from the cartoons. <laughs> from, from Panamaniacs? Yeah, I keep wanting to say it. Good feathers? I do. I actually saw that before I saw Goodfellas. Yeah. I'm serious. I was introduced him first. Oh, man. Like, that brings back memories. I love the Animaniacs, man. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. brought them back to Hulu like last year. Mm-hmm. The show was actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. They adjusted it. It definitely holds up, for sure. All right, man. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Rest in power, my man. Ah, Star Trek. Strange New World. Now, this show. Who else has watched? I know Rob checked it out. Tim. Oh, I'm sorry, Lou. I mean, interrupt you. One more thing uh, with with Ray. He was the voice in um, Vice City. Uh, the character you played. Ah. He the GTA Vice City? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, the one on PS2? Oof. Oof. Yeah. I just, just caught Three. that just now. PS3? Yeah. PS3 and PS3. Uh, no, it was two. No, it was the early launch of PS3. It was like when PS3 first came out. Was it just Vice City? I thought Vice City was on PS2. Vice City. If I'm wrong, I'll, I'll fact, I've only played probably 20 minutes of any GTA game of uh, the whole. GTA. Yeah, it was more on PlayStation Two. Okay. Yeah. Well, I ain't crawling out. That's more than me, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I never got into it. It was just too much senseless violence. It was just like we're just perpetuating the cycle. That's just my personal opinion. Now, I'll play Red Dead, I but I won't play it. GTA. Yeah, Red Dead is. I'm sorry, Red Dead is more like your That's horses a... and buggies and. That's just it. But with GTA, it's kind of like, all right, you're you're in LA, and this is this is really what's going on. I just didn't get down with it. I'm not going to get off on that tangent. It just wasn't my cup of tea. More of a Saints Row guy myself. Yeah, uh, see, more like uh, San Andreas. What might have been the the peak for for me? Um, but I love those games. And Red yeah, Dead, I games. Red Dead is legendary, and Red Dead has the the best DLC I've ever played. The Undead I played Nightmare. Red Dead. Yeah, I love that game. Who doesn't love that? I can't get into parts. Can't get those horse balls, man. (laughs) Love Red Dead. I didn't finish it, but I did play. It's a great show whenever you can fit in the phrase "horse balls." (laughs) (laughs) Love Red. If I can find a way, I will. Yeah, my PS3 game was uh, was what was that? Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That was my favorite yes. PS3 game. Brotherhood was good too. Wait, that's the one he's in Rome, right? Yes, that's the. I'm not sure which one he was in. That's when that he had the crew, good. though. He, he called his crew. Yeah. He's sitting there like, and they come kick that somebody's ass. And that was very good. <laughs> That's when you're doing, like, those castle attacks in there. Oh, man. Yeah, that was yeah, a good one. Flying on Leonardo Da Vinci's flying machine, catching mm-hmm. the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then AC just went downhill. They had some bright spots. Well, that's a whole what? other episode right there talking about games that went from pur, pur, pur. Black Flag was the pinnacle. I retired after that. I don't play anything after that. That Black was one of the boats, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was amazing. It's the pirate one. They're supposed to be remastering that one. Oh, I'm, Black Flag I'm was good, there. but Brotherhood was still my favorite. But Black Flag was still good, though. It was good. Okay. Was Sorry. No, you're fine. We went off, yeah, we went off the rails. These are the yeah. tangents that we live Sad on. <laughs> this is it. Oh, like I was saying, Star Trek, Strange New World. Uh, episode, what was it? Is this three or four that came out recently? Four. Yes. This show is not disappointing. Um, I'm not going to quote Tim. I'm going to let Tim say his own little piece. But, man, this, um, I love it. It's just 
every character, the only weak spot, only weak character to me is uh, the security officer Sing Sing Soon Song Suni. Yeah, Sing and Sing Soon. It, it yeah. alternates between Sing and Song. <laughs> sing and Song. That's why she's not resonating with me. I just don't. I don't dig her character, but she's the only weak one. The rest of them, awesome. Captain Pike's hair is amazing because it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every episode. I was telling these guys off mic earlier that I was I'm watching season two of Discovery at the same time I'm watching this, and his hair was normal in Discovery, but it just keeps getting bigger and bigger in uh, Strange New World. But I like it. Rebecca Romaine, old knock need trying to run down a hallway. So. I love it, man. This last episode, they they were like, the funny thing is they had a scene where they thought they had uh, Uhura in the cargo bay and the ship was having problems. And she was like, oh my gosh, we're going to die. And I'm laughing. My wife's looking at me like, what's so funny? I was like, it's Uhura. Like, And? I said, she can't die. She's in everything from here on out. So, you know, the cliffhanger that they're trying to give us doesn't even carry any weight. But it's probably for the new people. You know, the, the the new Trek fans. They're like, oh my gosh. It's like, all right, everybody has Google now. You can look it up. But I thought it was funny. I really dig the engineering guy. What's his name? Um uh what is his name, Tim? The head of engineering. I'm drawing a blank now. I want to say like Clive or something like that, but I know that's not true, but I know he's an NR. Yeah. So that's I can't remember his name to save my life, but he is such a cool character. Um, if you liked Colm Meany as the head of engineering on anything that Star Trek he ever did, because he was a butthole, he was very stern in what he did. This guy takes it over the top. He's just he's he's an alien. He's you know his race is blind, and so the the other senses kick in. But he's he's such an amazing character. And uh, Doctor Mbenga, amazing guy. I love Doctor Mbenga. He's 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 the bee's knees right now. So. I'd definitely check it out if you haven't already. Who else has watched it? Quincy, check it out. No, Rob, check this last one. What do you think, man? How are you feeling about this so far? Man, I'm still digging it. I'm liking it a lot more than the other new tracks so far. Uh, Discovery peaked at season two. Um, but this one, I think, is is going to go as long as they can keep the writing. The uh, the monster of the week formula that uh, Star Trek is is used to be known for before it got super serialized. Uh, is working really well with this show, especially with the uh, the special effects they can do now. When <laughs> the, when the Enterprise left that uh, nebula after escaping the black hole, and it just looked like a you know a, just a wreck flying out. I mean, it had holes all over the ship. It was smoldering everywhere. It was it was totally wrecked. It looks really good. I mean, that's that's better than movie quality in any of the movies that they've done recently. Yeah. I like it a lot. And uh, the engineer's name is Hemmer. Hemmer. Yeah, the, the ANR, the blind uh, Andorian species. He's hilarious. He's, yeah. he's such a it's, hard nose. It's great. Yeah, this, this episode gave you a lot of, uh, if you ever seen Wrath of Khan, uh, you remember the flying blind in a nebula trying to f- maneuver, out, outmaneuver, and, and hide from your enemy. It's very much like that. And they did a lot of... Uh, they did a lot of submarine references for the uh, the helmsman, and it, that reminded me of Hunt for Red October, which is a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> the, I was telling you guys earlier the pilot, the the main is, is she called a pilot? What is she? The helmsman? Helmsman. Yeah. Ortega. Ortega. She's amazing. I love her character. She's just she's just the right amount of whip. 
It's like, why not just fly into a black hole? Whatever, let's go. Exactly. I found it funny that she was the junior ranking officer in the briefing room. And she's like, she, she's the helmsman. And granted, yes, you think about it. She's the one pushing the buttons to fly the ship. She has to be in the briefing. But she was just, she just didn't give a shit. She was just letting it run. She's like, so we're going to do what? All right, fine. You know what? You're the boss. Let's just, let's do whatever you say. And, you know, Tim had a quote. He was like, uh, Pike got caught with his pants down. I think he made every great decision that he possibly could in this in this episode. Well, my, my quote was the reference from Wrath of Khan where uh, Kirk's like, you know, when they were trying to put the, the codes in the deactivate con shields he was like you know i got caught my britches down kind of thing because you know he just thought it's another starfleet ship we're all good and then they fired on him and he's you know they're in the mess they're in it's kind of the same way with the the gorn attack it's like hey we're trying to help these people oh crap we can't raise shields and it's like oh shit and it went from there i can't believe they lost seven people on that one run and that was that was the hardest part is watching i mean i don't really remember from uh tng or i mean discovery they not discovery uh voyager they lost people all the time but they also lost shuttlecraft a whole lot too Mm -hmm. but i don't remember them ever focusing on the loss of life in tng like they did on this episode um, and so it, it gives you that human factor of Pike, you know, and he's, he's more human than anything else right now. Yeah. They're doing their best to, to differentiate him from Kirk. Cause I know this is an empire empire enterprise ship. Mm-hmm. It's just, he is so much different than Kirk. Kirk is hot headed and arrogant where this guy is, you know, he's level headed. He's, he's smart. I mean, Kirk is smart too, but he's also, you know, he's full of himself. Mm-hmm. Whereas Pike doesn't have anything to prove to anybody, he's willing to listen to any of suggestions and and know has knows how to act on them without, you know, being the asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I love his character. I love the way that he's written. He he handles situations well. He listens to his people. He's the leader that everybody who's ever had a leader wants as a leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's that guy. He's like, all right, I'm gonna listen to you. I'm the your you know, for lack of terms, your opinion counts. And in a military, in a military esque setting, for somebody that is above you to say your opinion counts means a whole lot. I mean, Mike's worn stripes, Tim's worn stripes. Whenever your superiors say your opinion counts, and I listen to you, you're like, man, I, I would take a bullet for this cat. Yeah. Um, and that just means a lot. I like Pike. Pike's amazing. So, what do you think about the episode, Tim? I mean, in the series overall, I, I'm loving it. Like, uh. uh... I don't want to run this quote to the ground, but definitely I'm going to say it again since I said it off camera. Each episode has been that thoroughbred at the Kentucky Derby. And that's another Star Trek reference. Your main thoroughbred, you know, you don't put it out the pasture. This show is hitting, hitting its stride. It's, it's sea biscuiting to, to the finish line. Like, like they're like, they've not had a bad episode and, and I want to take part your, I think the reason why you don't like seeing so much is I want to say maybe foreshadow that she pulls who was the girl in Voyager where she was on the team and then turned evil, but she was like one of the Seska. Seska. I want to say she's going to pull a Seska in a sense. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, maybe she's got some kind of DNA programming and they flip a switch at some point, like Botany Bay comes up or something like that. And it triggers that 
Nugenics inbred thing, and uh, and she goes evil. It could be, but she just I don't know. But yeah, this show is this show is is definitely now the flagship, quote you know, of new Star Trek. Like I I can see this being the younger generation's version of what OTS was for, in the sixties. This is yeah. this is hitting all strides and doing both new fans and old fan service out the yin yang. As long as they kind of tone back the strength of the uh, transporter, I think J Pat would like the show a whole lot more because they are stretching the limits just a little bit. Now I don't know. Transporter, his his take on it. I mean, you got to think in Enterprises when they first supposedly introduced transporters, and at first it was only for food and cargo stuff and then they started like yeah non-living material yeah and then they started like well crap we're gonna have to use it because we can't get a shuttle pod down there and they did it for the first time and then it's like all right now we're going to tactically drop teams of people onto other ships and and do this and do that i mean they're still firing while they're supposed to be transporting and in enterprise and stuff so i mean like if they can somehow materialize a vaccine into you then hey they even proved the, the the transporters not that much. I'm sorry. I don't know. That's just me. I may be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. It's oh. just the benefits of having uh, writers who have watched the entire series and be like, well, why Why couldn't those yeah, things I do mean, that? If, if they can, yeah. you know, shoot. They never did it before. It doesn't mean they never could. Right. They've just never had the opportunity to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's, very, that's a great point. Talked about, you know, transporting through warp is like, you know, hitting a bullet with another bullet while going on a freight train at a hundred miles an hour, you know, like saying it's, it's possible they could do it. I mean, it's just never been done until they did it in the movie. So, I mean, I want to know more about the transport officer. I want to know more about him. Kyle and his like chief Kyle. Yeah. yeah. I want to know more about him. He, he's just, he seems like a cool cat. This last episode. Yeah. Until old Gimpy limp threw him through the, the uh, bulkhead door yeah. and then he got blown away. <laughs> so, I don't know. I love the show. I'm going to keep on watching it, and hopefully my wife will keep on having Thursdays off so I don't have to wait until Sunday or Monday to actually watch the show. You notice they can't do that. Anybody that's in a red shirt is the one that's been in some kind of form of danger, in a sense. Like Kyle, this last one, Uhura, and and, uh, and the Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, Hammer. Yeah, those are the three red shirts, other than Ortega. Yeah, no, but then... A yellow shirt, um, number two, got almost blown in half. So you know she took the worst, and now and now she's 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 got a uh, Mbenga blood in her, so she's better off mm-hmm. now. So power to Mbenga. <laughs> so we're gonna roll into Young Justice this week. We're into Tim told me earlier they're into the Z of uh, Zod, so we're getting toward the end of it. Quincy and Tim, take it away. Cue you first. No, you you go. You're the guest here. All right. Um, I liked it. Uh, this episode uh, focused on Dick and all them in the Phantom Zone finding Connor and trying to convince him to go back. But Connor being the brainwashed dummy he was, it's like, oh, hey, Zod, they're lying to you. They're not, you know, he's pretty much like giving him the playbook and then they tried to fight the the Phantom Zone Kryptonians, because they've been in there so long, they know how to like phase in and out of punching. Because 
the young justice folks are still thinking that they're normal physical bodies in their fights and they're getting their butts handed to them. Um, Phantom Girl shows up with Superman and explains everything with the Mars. Is it the Emperor or the the, the, the King of Mars or something like that? The red dude? Mm-hmm. Uh, showed up with Superman and told him that Connor's alive and they're trying to get a hold of you know, the Young Justice team and they can't, but those guys are already off on a mission in the Phantom Zone with Zatanna trying to bring Superboy back. And uh, that's pretty much the gist of it for, for that. I mean, Superboy not wanting to leave and then them having to, like, you know, bail out of the Phantom Zone with magic because he's too much on the Zod juice. Yeah, it was a good episode. There were a lot of, like, um, moving parts. Um, I'm actually curious what they actually told um, the Legionnaires, what they told uh, Superman, because he's still not telling the rest of the League yeah. what they told well, him. I think it's the time. I think it's because it's a time-sensitive thing. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but it just seems like it's it's more. Um, I think because it's a fixed it, point in time, and it's like if certain things don't – it's almost like the whole – in-game thing with Doctor Strange, if certain events don't, don't line no, up. No, 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 don't, no, don't use in-game time travel. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't use in-game time travel. Um, it's a terrible example. It, it's the worst. I don't know what the Russos were thinking. It was the worst time travel explanation I've ever heard in any movie. I'm sorry. It's not, not you, Tim. It's them mm-hmm. and some things in game that just bothered me. But this was a very good episode. Um, everybody's like moving towards a point. It's going to be a lot of fighting. Mm-hmm. You, it looks like in the next uh, the next episode, okay, I, I still think it's going to be a, um, a cliffhanger uh, ending to the season because I still I'm still curious what Darkseid wanted with helping um, uh, Lorzad, um, yeah, helping him in his mission. Like, what does he have to gain? Um, it was a really good episode. A lot of a uh, lot of moving pieces. Oh, the sad thing um, was the kid in the box. We found out who the kid in the box was. Yeah, it was, I didn't recognize the name from any comic well, or anything. I no, think he was I'm like just a, I'm just saying, like he was one of those the... he was one of those metas that got trafficked earlier on in the series, and then they converted. They took his brain out, and Dark Side did, and converted mm-hmm. him into that box. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Is this the reason why Randy proclaimed the Young Justice the best animated show ever? It's well, it goes back to what you know. I the story building, the world building, and Young Justice like uh, it's like they're not kids anymore, and like their world is like really big now. Mm-hmm. Like whereas they were just dealing with you know some of the simpler things with um, in the first season, like they're all New Genesis now, you know. Uh, uh, Legion of Superheroes, oh, yeah. you know, Green Lantern Corps was introduced a couple seasons ago, but they, they just keep building. And this, like, Young Justice might be the best shared universe, like, but, like you know, far beyond what, uh, you know, DC's doing now and MCU. And granted, it's easier with animation, but they're like, they're everywhere with it. And they do the best they can with adapting stuff from comics to the show, but it's it is it is really good. 
And they it don't take really 20 good. minutes and to explain like, oh, well, now we're going to the Green Lantern. And this is what the Green Lantern, no, they don't. It's just, we're here. We're on Oa. We're on New Genesis. It's not like, hey, we got to like, you know, spend the first 20 minutes of the episode to explain the new gods and then go to New Genesis. And then next episode is the actual story point. It's New Genesis, date and time. Awesome. Yeah, it's I mean, bet- I love the show. Yeah, it's it's between this and I still say Voltron, Legendary Defender. Yeah. Uh, those are the two best uh, animated shows uh, the last couple of years to me. Okay, I can I can agree with both of those. I mean, they're both amazing shows, very well done, very geared toward the adult side. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that have watched and read all the stuff previously over the years, and it's geared toward us. You know. And yeah, you, you can tell because they don't waste any time explaining who these characters are and what their origins are. They're just like, oh, hey, the Legion are here. Figure yeah, it out. Yeah. Figure it out. If everybody has Google, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. The escalation of violence from uh, previous season two, um, season three, like, it's not like I remember I was watching it with my kids and I'm like, well, maybe you guys can't watch this. I forgot what happened, but like, it, it's definitely grown up. It's actually looking like, uh, feels more like a live action. Um, comic uh like the dc universe is just not a safe place and you kind of get that with this show <laughs> <Nah. laughs> god a hey, man i agree with you guys 100 percent um something new rescue rangers on disney plus uh wow i mean we didn't really expect this i watched most of it which i, I the most of it that i did watch i loved it i'm gonna go back and finish it off Let's just run with it, man. What, what's everybody's opinions on Rescue Rangers? You, you know, just just I'll go. go first. Uh, yeah, yeah I go first. I've been quiet for this first part. Um, I'm not gonna be that guy, but it didn't blow me away. Um, it didn't do it. Then again, I was never a big fan of Chippendale the cartoon, the Rescue Rangers cartoon. I wasn't a big fan. Uh, <laughs> Quincy grinning. I fell, asleep, I, fell, I fell asleep in the movie. Uh, I fell asleep in that movie three times. I fell trying to try. I fell asleep three times in the first hour trying to watch that movie. It, it and it finally got there. It got there, but it, it, it I, I couldn't get not one kid to watch it with me. None of my kids were like, nah, I'm good, Dad. They were all like, yeah, same. <laughs> Nobody wanted to watch it, but I, I watched it. I toughed through it. I don't need to ever see it again in my life. So I mean, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Fell into the Dune category. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it ain't, it ain't. It ain't. The only thing I really liked about it was the cameos, like the people okay. you see in the background, like you know the Voltron stand up or the He Man and Skeletor signing autographs at the con. You know things like that were cool as hell. But the the, the Rescue Rangers themselves, I was good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Opposite uh, and Quincy now. Yo, I love Rescue Rangers. Like I love the NES game back in the day. It's underrated classic on the, the first Nintendo. I love the show. I like Chippendale before Rescue Rangers. Like this movie was so funny to me, and uh, I thought it was really good. I watched it twice with my kids, and uh, like I was getting Roger Rabbit vibes with it. And uh, looking at uh, a couple articles, they said. Uh, the Peter Pan character had dip in his drawer. So, uh, you know, that's a callback to Roger Rabbit. I, like, I love that movie. Like, I'm going to watch it again this weekend. 
and uh, I'm a big Rescue Ranger fan, so like that might have something to do with it. But I thought it was I thought it was really good, surprisingly mm. good. Kind of crept up on us. Yeah, like I saw trailer last week uh, posted in, and I was like, oh, I'll check it out. But it was not what I was expecting, and uh, this movie was funny. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was just I know I was I was being silly. Like I I just I liked the movie. I liked the vibe. I liked the the ugly Sonic. I had to explain that to my wife. That was the uh, best. That was the she best like, part. What? Like what's the big deal? I was like, this is what he was going to look like before uh, all nerddom went crazy on uh, whatever <laughs> company it was. Like they bullied him into redesigning it, and like she was like, he was going to look like this. Like yeah, this was. This was the plan. This and was he 1.0. Yeah, he looks he looked terrible. I almost forgot what he looked like. But uh it was good. If you got kids, you can watch it with your kids. It was funny. I got strong Roger Rabbit Roger Rabbit vibes. Another movie I like, but it was cool. Tim, what's up, man? How you feeling? I'm good. I hadn't seen this yet, but it's definitely on my uh watch it this Memorial Day weekend kind of thing. Um Okay. Uh I, I uh, met Jim Cummings at the last Comic Con. You know, he did the voice of Monterey Jack, so I didn't know if if he's in this movie. You know, voice of Monterey Jack, or if they got other yeah, the cheese, the 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 rat with the yeah, cheese the mouth addiction. of the cheese, and they had to fly as his yeah. best friend. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it was really cool. And spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The fly ends up having babies with a mouse. That, that was so stupid. And that pissed people off. I saw an article where guys were going, like, fanboys were going crazy. They, she had babies with a fly. Like, it's a cartoon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean did you not get mad that... in Shrek when Donkey, you know, blanked the dragon? Yeah, he the dragon. You know, the same but, people. I guess they it's didn't a have cartoon a cartoon where one of them got yeah. surgery to be CGI. Right, you know, but, you know. I guess, man. They were they were uh, they were warm about that. They were they were upset with oh you know, man, this gadget or gadget, whatever her name was. It had babies with the fly. Oh, I'm looking forward to all that, man. Take t- too seriously. Yeah, way too seriously. Way too seriously. Rob, did you check it out? Did you get to see it? I'm I'm holding out. Uh, my girlfriend's out of town this weekend uh, to see a concert in Vegas, so I wait until they get back. Okay, and then yeah, I'm gonna see it. But I, I've heard the list of uh, cameos, and they're they're all hilarious. They're pulling from their direct competition because I heard Batman's in this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, so, an ET. But yeah, but <laughs> I, yeah, I, the the whole premise was completely lost when I saw the trailer. But then I hear what the movie's about, and I'm like, oh, that's way different than what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be just another Rescue Rangers movie, but this is actually pretty funny. Actually, it was, I watched probably 45, maybe 45 minutes to 50 minutes of it. I haven't finished it. I was like, Mike, I couldn't get my was, kids to watch it. It was really like a Roger Rabbit type movie, like almost the same premise, like differences, of course, but that's the exact vibe I got from it. Cartoons living in the real world and working and all that other stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, that movie just tickled me, man. I'm with, I'm with you, man. I dig it completely. Uh, I completely dig that. They have a tune cop completely. with the with the bullets and fire. No, they don't. They don't dip any shoes. There's no shoe dipping. No. In this one. No, I it, cannot it, remember anything about Roger Rabbit. If y'all paid me right now, I can't. Uh, Jessica Rabbit. Do you remember Jessica? No, I was saying that earlier on another post. I'm, when did Roger Rabbit come out? Ninety one, ninety two. 
89. Uh, it, it was about the same 80s. time. No, it wasn't in the 80s, was it? It I came around say... right the same time as Batman, yeah, didn't it? 89. 89? 1988. What yeah. year did Dick Tracy come out? The one with... Uh, Underrated comic book movie, that's, yeah. Madonna, and, and that was an all-star uh, cast too. Of like Academy Award-winning people wearing makeup and crap. What was his name? Rod Rabbit came out in '88. Uh, Dick Tracy came out in 1990. Yeah, see, that's what I think of. I think of Roger Rabbit and Dick Tracy, and it's because of the big hats they all wore fedoras in both of those movies, and that's what rings in my head because that was about the same time. Uh, and, uh, the Indiana Jones. Feel. Yeah, yeah, Indiana yeah, Indiana Jones made the fedora a thing again. And a quick side note, when I was younger, I wanted a fedora so bad. Get you one. But thank you, thank you, mom and dad, for talking me out of my fedora face because it was that shit that never would have held up in the hood. Period. It, it wouldn't have been a, it would have been a terrible he day. Said, <laughs> you that one brother walking around with a fedora now. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, you, he would have got teased like yo nice hat I would have told you that's a nice hat man <laughs> I put my no, hunting no, hat and put that on and then like grabbed the shaving kit bag and as my satchel and ran out there with a jump rope trying to be in there I, I, I got harassed enough as a child I didn't need to add to it no. by putting the fedora on my head I was man. that guy that read comic books so I had the hat no <laughs> I, I I see where you're going with it, Lou. Lou. I, I, yeah. I understand what you're going with it. Yeah. You might as well put the chain to the wallet. You didn't you, you, you got all that. It, no. Yeah. I might as well just put a big-ass target on my chest, man. Yeah. And yeah. I was weighing a whopping 120 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, that was, uh, it was a wrap. No. No, no, man. Get off this uh, little tangent. All right. Um, a few quick things I want to talk about. They did fix She-Hulk. In post, like I said last week, they they fixed the CGI so she doesn't look like uh, Fiona. She's non-Fiona now, and nobody's still sold on it. I'm sold on it. I just I think it's gonna be great. I, I haven't back it. and watched it. It's a cover up. It's a cover up. Nah, I just, <laughs> I'm done, I'm going back on my no trailers, man. I'm, something like that. I'm going back on my no. I'll be more into it. Hey, I'm with you. Go in, edit it in the courtroom. Oh, Charlie Cox, yeah. maybe. We may see some Charlie Cox action, but she's, I don't know what side of the bench she's on. Is she a prosecutor or a defense I attorney? I mean, I know he's a defense. See, that's it. We got to figure out which one she is. She was uh, a defense attorney, I thought. And so, yeah, yeah, so is Charlie. So we may see a, we may see a cameo. The Willow trailer dropped, and I think that looks amazing. I love dragons and fairies and mm-hmm. ogres and shit like that. You know, and Willow's a def- definite callback to all of us being super younger when that came out. Um, and I don't think Tim was even alive when the first one dropped. Oh, yeah, I was. You I was were? born in 85, so Willow. Willow, I remember seeing him. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to throw you under the bus with Tasha. She was. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little older than Tasha. Movie. At least I got that kind of street cred. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. That looks, that looks promising. I'm looking forward to that uh, Andor, Star Wars Andor trailer dropped. That one came out. Didn't really raise a whole lot of feelings with me. It's like, I don't know. It's I, It may carry weight with somebody, but it's just, it feels like filler. It feels, I mean, it's a great story, but it's going to. The Star Wars pool is getting a little shallow. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what, planet, what planet is that, Andor? 
I couldn't figure it out. Me and Tim were talking about it. it's either a planet or a person. It's not really a animal, vegetable, or mineral. It's a planet, isn't it? I thought it was a planet. I thought it was a person because I thought his name was Kassan Andor, like the guy from Rogue One. I mean, this is what the story's kind of like following him up to Rogue One. So, like, whatever he was doing up to. It's not a movie about the Ewoks? No. Isn't that what no. the planet they're no. on? No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he, my bad. He's, he's right, and I'm, a, I'm officially not watching this. I don't care about that guy. I mean, what's weird is, like, all the other <laughs> Disney Plus shows are, like, six episodes as far as Star Wars. I mean, Mandalorian did 16, but Andor's got 12. It was listed. See, no. It, I, mm. Pass. Mm. Yeah, hard pass. J-Pat, you're going to have to tell us about this crap, man, whenever you come back. Oh man, so uh, nobody's gotten to read any any books this week. I'm sure you know Mike's been covered up. He hates his uh, his uh, supervisor right now. <laughs> no, I've read one or two, but I'm reading books from October. That's how far behind I am. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, so yeah, that's no right. point even going into it. The book I'm oh, reading yeah, is so Put old. The series is already man. over. Say what? I said, put yourself on punishment. Like I did That's what I'm trying to do one a day, bro. One a day. I'm trying to get at least one comic a day. That's it. Like a Centrum Silver. One a day. Can I read some? I feel like I read some. Yeah. I think I'm about to read. My next book is that uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El 1, or whatever it is. That new Hulk. The newest Hulk dropped. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get that tomorrow. Tonight, tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to get okay. that. Yeah, I'm with Quincy. I'm the digital guy, man. I just... I can't. I don't have any room left for for long boxes anymore, man. I have all the comics that I care about in boxes and boards and all the rest of that stuff. I'm a digital guy, so I'm 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 with that. But I still try to keep up. I finished off the most recent uh, Silk Spider arc, which wasn't amazing, but it was still good. I like I love Silk. I love her more than I love Spider Gwen because I just I like her character a little bit more. I mean, comics jump up to six dollars a book. About a year ago. Dang, I'm that far behind. <laughs> About a year ago is when they jumped up. So it's crazy. But, you know, those artists, they need to get paid, man. That's why they're always going on a strike. So anything else you want to throw out in the universe? Anything random? Rob, you're, you're Mr. Random. Anything? I am. And I want you guys to picture something that came out on the show. And I'm the only one, as far as I can tell, on the uh, post that is behind this. But do you guys remember... Oh, it was probably PS1, PS2, the game Manhunt. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this year, January 2022, Winnie the Pooh entered public domain. And guess what they're doing with him? They're making a horror movie out Holy of it. Smokes. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I saw that. <laughs> I thought that was Apparently, uh, Winnie and Piglet are going on a murderous rampage after Christopher Robin uh, abandons him and them. Uh, it's a brand new director, as far as I could tell. Nobody in the cast is anybody I recognize, except for maybe the guy who plays Piglet. But I'm all for it, and I hope they keep the voice because that's just going to make it. That's going to sell it for me so hard. Oh my goodness! Just stabbing you like, oh bother, oh bother. Oh my god! Absolutely. That's twisted. I'm interested. Knife to the head. Maybe I'm you need to think. think. I I gotta find that post and follow that because. That just sounds amazing. That'll be the movie that gets like three sequels. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's another Sharknado probably, but I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch Sharknado because that's just ridiculous. But this, I'll, I'll watch this. Uh, I'm going to quote Rob. He's, Rob said a couple weeks ago, the best porn actors in the world trying to get their lines right. That's probably what's going to sound like the voiceovers for Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> man. Oh, man. There's not, I mean, anybody else? Timothy? Uh... Oh, Quincy, uh, I, I finally beat Horizon Zero Dawn uh, this uh, last weekend, and uh, it was a good game. I yeah. was a little underwhelmed by the boss. I thought the boss was a little easier than the first one, but yeah, it's a good movie. Like, uh, I was like, "This is it." What? Man. Once you get that sunbird, that's that's like, yeah, I I, I was putting all kind of spears in that that last apex thing and um the last the only thing i could re- i could remember was when rob was like scan the robot at the end to get the uh i did get the trophy for scanning all machines uh in the game mm-hmm. uh so i did remember to do that but it wasn't a hard fight uh, at the end uh, looking forward to to more aloy okay yeah i'm at level 40 mm-hmm. 40 41 and I actually played video games for the first time in over a month, mm-hmm. right out of a month. First time I played it last weekend, I forced myself to do it. I didn't really force myself. I forced myself to not sit at this desk and do, you know, extra work. I was like, all right, I'm going to just take these hours and play some video games. And it was relaxing. Um, and I realized I love the game. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Then that's when you started telling us. You know, that you were beating the game and you were at certain points in the games in the chat. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I loved it, man. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. I was nervous when I got my PlayStation back. I'm like, am I going to have all my memory? Because um, if I had to do it all over again, I just would have lied and said I beat it. Because um, I wasn't doing that again. But it was all there. Everything downloaded. Uh, finished that up. And then a new season of Destiny started on Tuesday. Wow. And. Uh, it was right on time, man. Right on time. Yeah. Um, yeah, Destiny, the storytelling is really um, way better than it was. A, well, this is his eighth year now. So, uh, way better than it was in the beginning. And it always always had the story, but didn't. Next episode of He-Man. Uh, it, it always that was uh, my text alert. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that's all right. It's okay. Uh, my wife telling me to come to bed. Uh oh, all right, we'll wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> what no trouble over there, but it was. Um, I, I'm looking forward to Destiny, it was right on time. Now, um, that's all I got really. Right, good question now. Who, write, who writes the Destiny lore that we see on YouTube and stuff like that? It's a whole. It's, it's a whole group of it's, people. Uh, Bife. Yeah, it's Bife. It's um, two Bife? other guys. Yeah, um, these guys have channels, man, and like thousands of followers. And Bungie consults with them sometimes just because of their understanding of the lore. I'll just sit there and listen to them while I'm working. So uh, do, sometimes, do, do they write the lore and then no, Bungie comes to them for it they, or Bungie writes the lore? They read it and interpret it. And okay. They just have these conversations, and uh, I was actually thinking about that today because I was listening oh, to. They were uh, part of the original like uh, storyboard team and stuff like that, and that's how they know so much about the lores because they were part of the original. No, they're they're reading. 
No, they're reading the lore tabs oh. that come with the weapons, and uh, like they have videos up, and everybody can see them. Um, and they they do crossover videos with each other. They talk about all this stuff, and um, it's it's a lot to read. And instead of me actually reading it in the game, I'll just let them read it to me, almost like a a bedtime story. You know, uh, <laughs> the one guy did the whole recap of uh, Destiny. Uh, I think last year it was like three hours he did on YouTube, and uh, I tried I tried to listen to it when I was it? still driving the delivery mm-hmm. truck. Mm-hmm. I tried to listen to it, but it was so good and detailed that mm-hmm. I didn't want to miss anything, so I stopped listening. So now I think I'm actually going to pay attention to it and, and turn on my computer and while I'm doing what I do, listen to it because it's probably going to. Yeah. It's, it sounded really good when I listened to it at first. But some of the older stuff and how the planets, you know were established they talked about that for like 90 minutes and i was like really dude this is how yeah. we want to talk about mitochondria and how things stirred up and it's like they, oh god they talk about like you know the golden age uh, the, the the collapse the the villain uh i know you uh the villain was finally revealed after eight years yeah in february um who was behind the darkness and it was a big reveal, and they had videos on that and everything. And uh, it's just, you know, like that's that's really it's great storytelling. Apparently, yeah, it is, and it's something that Destiny was not known for in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were complaining about that aspect, but now it's it's everything. It's everything with that with them now. When you got uh, people whose whole channel is around destiny lore and that's, that's all amazing. they do yeah yeah all and i got right. a quick question for you guys real quick question because yeah. i just saw this white canary versus yelena who wins that fight yelena yelena is that uh is that the black widow's sister mm-hmm Ooh. oh I'm going to wait. White, white Canary still takes it. Canary. She, yeah. She's had more League of Shadows or Assassin training. Yeah, she's got better training. Yeah. I thought that we'll was go with that interesting. Yeah. Well, it's a good question. Plus, I got one. It's the girl <laughs> Oliver should have ended up with. Uh, oh, God. Atlanta ain't got no much no, booty. He should have yes. got with Felicity, man. Felicity is the one. Man, he did get with her, and his life went in the toilet. He died because of her. It was her <laughs> fault. He ended up with her in the end. In peace. The Sarah could roll with him as Oliver Queen and as Green. See, Laura, she see was Laura I was born for Laura. She too. crept with her sister's boyfriend. Come on, man. That's not... But, no, it's well, More evil Laura. Yeah, evil Laura. She crept... No, I, that, she crept I, with Oliver, Laurel's. Like, listen. Like... <laughs> Like, listen, she crap like, with her sister's boyfriend. That's it. She was but, a savage. No, 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 no. But see, you remember the story. She said that Laurel came on to Oliver after she told, like, after she told Laurel that she was into him. Like, she saw him first. But and he Laurel, got with Laurel like, first. That's all. Listen, I'm not trying to talk about who got the booty first and who got the draws and all that. I'm talking about. Laurel, um, uh, uh, what's the Sarah. Sarah, best girl for Oliver. That's all I'm saying. She was the best. 
So Sarah's got a time machine. She can go back and get all of her anytime she wants. Like I still like Felicity. She can save I, his I still ass like that ponytail like and in glasses all day long. Can't have her. I'll yeah. take it. I'll rub her feet right now. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, nah, I'll take it. Felicity Smoke was the best one for me. But, um, oh boy! Hey, you guys! I, I played a video game. I'm proud of myself. Uh, oh, you know I ain't played yes. a video game. I played. I turned my game on for the first time since January. Seventy eight uh, updates. Oh my god! Oh, you can't say that, huh? Yeah, notifications, <laughs> all kind what? of stuff. Please delete some games to make space for all of our updates. It was uh, the Shadow of Tomb Raider, the, the, the last oh. one. I've had it for like since 2019, wrapped up in plastic, but I finally opened it. It was a right. beautiful it's, game. It's still it's pretty good. So uh, I'm 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 between that and comics. I'm trying to get something in every day. Wait, so what Matt, did you play? Shadow, Shadow Tomb, Tomb Raider. Oh, oh Shadow. Shadow. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm playing right, right so now. So have you fallen in the game? Oh yeah. Like falling up and like on the spikes and stuff like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. gruesome stuff, man. Yeah, doors, whatever, and stab you in the heart or whatever. Yeah, I've, I've had to fall. I fell a few times. Yep. I was in the, I was in that water level. Have you got to the water level yet with the town floods? I'm in a town now. I'm not sure. If it's, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty early on. I'm not, I'm okay. not, I'm not long in it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out on, how to cross a bridge right now. It's like a water puzzle to cross a bridge. I'm trying to figure that out. I hate, later on, you're going to get to where the, the town floods and you have to like semi-swim oh. your way through something. Oh, that one. You're talking about the beginning with the whole town yeah. flood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that. And I, did that. I got impaled on so much crap on that one, man, because I couldn't find that one hold. I yeah. just kept falling in the water and watching that cut scene of her getting impaled in the head with a stick. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. The worst part about that game to me is that it's too much exploration and not enough actual Laura Croft being a badass, like the first two. In the, in the, new the first two were, that, were, that, were, were better so far. I'll, I'll give you that. And yeah. uh, but it's still I'm a fan. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a really it, great. It, game. It's definitely a pretty game. Oh man! So Tim, what do you think, man? Uh, you like hanging out with us? Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I'm kind of on that Elden Ring crack, like Rob is. But uh, you know, oh, our our gosh. our bitch moan and complain is like you're playing it. The bosses are hard. I've watched a lot of like fans flipping out and breaking their stuff over dying, and it's hilarious. I haven't gotten to that point yet because I already knew going Hopefully into this you don't. that, you know, I'm going to die a lot. But uh, just not knowing where to go. Like, you go to this one area. Okay, well, do I go back to this other area? I mean, what? where do I go? There's no, like, real quest thingies. It's like you talk to somebody and it's like, I know Rob posted a little, that little funny thing with the animation. I was like, that's so true. You go to talk to this one guy. It's just like the true open, open world. Just do whatever you want to yeah. do and figure it out. And it's like you, you don't know what to do. So it's like, honestly, I've, I've taken a pause from playing because I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know who I'm supposed to be fighting. Am I in the right area for the for this boss fight? And because it's weird because there's certain storylines where if you kill certain bosses ahead of time, you close that storyline. You can't go back to it unless you do a new game plus. Oh, and see, that's what's getting me. That, it's like you don't know what to do. Yeah, there's there's a big part towards the end of the game where if you don't explore a certain area, the event that you cause will completely shut down that whole place. You, you can't go back to the save points. You can't go back to any of the legendary gear that might be hid there. So yeah, you have to kind of watch what you're doing. And you have it's it's like the Destiny thing. I think I made this 
before. I've been listening to the lore of this game and just playing it. I have no idea anything about it. There's a bunch of gods that sound like they have the same name and doing a bunch of dumb crap, but you have to read like everything that the, the, the person says every item in the game's description. And you have to read the, uh, even some of the, the production notes just to understand what the hell is going on. It's very silly. Like there's, (laughs) there's one boss who he controls gravity magic, but he loves riding on his horse. But as he got more powerful, he got bigger. And now he's riding on this tiny little horse, but he's using his gravity magic to where he's not crushing the horse. So you got this guy who's like three stories tall riding on a normal size horse. <laughs> it's the most hilarious thing you can see. But I mean, you, you ha- you'd have to read his like weapon description and some other people talking about him to even figure out what the hell. Because you go and look at him, you're like, is, is he walking or is he riding on a little it's horse? Like on a mini moped. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And yeah, I love watching those 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 videos of people getting pissed at dying at bosses because I, I watch them. I'm like, I didn't have that much trouble. I'm pretty sure gravity has killed me more than anything else in this game. Just falling off of stuff while trying to explore. Or getting overwhelmed oh, and you didn't realize that you're getting overwhelmed and you thought, that oh, hey, I can handle this. And oops. And then all of a sudden, 15 ants come out of nowhere and just kill you. Yeah. See. Oh. Yeah, they oh, they just opened up. What was it? Uh, co-op this past week for the game, right? Well, it it's in PC things. like development, but I think it's a mod. It's a PC mod right oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. The co-op is in the game, but it's it's a kind of a weird thing. You can you have to summon somebody into your universe. The person who gets summoned is basically at half power. They don't have as much stuff as they they did in their original universe. And then as soon as you beat a boss, you go back to your own realm and you have to resummon them again. It took me, Rob, like yeah, 30 and, minutes to figure that, that out, how to summon someone. Yeah, <laughs> it was really ridiculous. And plus, the person who gets summoned, they don't earn anything from that world. Oh, that's bollocks. Yeah. But you can trade oh, and drop man. stuff. So there's a lot of like people that have third or fourth playthrough yeah. collected everything. And now they're like, hey, I got a website. If you pay me 30 bucks, I'll give you all these runes I farmed, you know, and drop it off for you or all this gear and drop it off for you. So you can start level one, spend $60 on this guy's website and he'll summon you in to his little code thingy. And then it's like, Oh, Hey, here's all your gear that you've paid for. Bye. That's a neat hustle. Hmm. Got to remember that. Not that I'm ever going to play the game, but I have to remember that, man. Great week. Great show. Tim, thanks for hanging out with us, man. We're going to have you back. Please. Um, We're going to have you back another time for sure. So, man, good stuff. You know, the rest of the crew, we miss you guys and you hear this. We definitely missed you, but we'll have you back on sometime. We're going to get out of here and uh, enjoy our Memorial Day weekend. So, like I always like to say, please be kind to everyone you meet because you have no idea what they're going through. So, until next week. Enjoy your Memorial Day. This is Cosmic Lou with the Multiverse Limited Podcast. That one guy, Rob, Mike Jones, QP The Source, and our special guest, Mr. Tim Carter. We're signing off. Till next week. Peace. 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 Bye. Laters, Gators. Peace.